Welcome, everybody, to the Locked on Lakers podcast. I'm Anthony Irwin. I am uh, not going to be joined by anybody. Games like this are kind of tough to, to get somebody uh, for after. Still working on the scheduling aspect of things as well. It's preseason for all of us, really. Uh, today's a fun show, though. Lakers beat the San Antonio Spurs 121-107, to so that puts us all in a better mood in and of itself. We got some uh, better play, I think, across the board. AD is still kind of figuring his way through this. So in the first segment, I uh, focus on some of the, the shorter-term stuff and, and also give some props to uh, Becky, Becky Hammond for her accomplishment tonight. Uh, we In the second segment, we talk a little bit about the notion that, you know, AD is going to have to kind of maneuver his way through all of this and why it's taking... A little bit longer than maybe we would like. I, I I thought about that a little bit between yesterday's show and today's show, and, and figured out a potential reason why. Also gave some props to Wesley Matthews, who who played uh, really really well. So so happy for him as well on that one. Final segment, we broaden things up a little bit and and discuss some of the trends that we've seen to this point, and whether they will maintain going further, or whether the Lakers will will uh, will buck some of these trends in in a more positive way. Fun, fun show for this one, and then we have a, a one more show this week to wrap things up before the new year. Let's get to it. That's more like it. Lakers take care of business against the San Antonio Spurs in San Antonio. They beat them 121 to 107, uh, and, and shouts to Wesley Matthews. Uh, Wesley Matthews, who is somebody who... I think on the very last podcast, I, I was concerned that he might just be watched, uh, being 36 years old and and looking like he he couldn't quite keep up with almost anybody he was guarding, couldn't throw a pee in the ocean. Uh, he did he, still not, you know, it's tough matchups for him going up against uh, Dejon or against Dejounte Murray and Lonnie Walker the fourth, uh, any and and whatever, but you know. Held his own against DeMar DeRozan, played better against Rudy Gay, but the story of the night was him going 6 of 6 from three-point range. Uh, he joins Kobe and Nick Van Exel as the only players in Lakers history to hit six or more three-pointers without a miss. So so congratulations to him. More congratulations, actually, uh, on this night as LeBron, on his birthday, scores uh, 10 or more points for the thousandth time in a row. And to put that into perspective, the next closest person to him on that list is Michael Jordan, who did so 866 straight times. Uh, That means LeBron did it 134 more times in a row, which is good enough for uh, more than a season and a half. He's done that. He scored 10 or more points more than a season and a half more than the next closest person to him. Just an incredible run, incredible stat, and, and just outstanding uh, consistency from from LeBron on that end. And, you know, I, it really felt like he wasn't going to lose on his birthday is is what it really felt like in this one. He he really kind of took it to the Spurs and and uh, was was just fantastic. Uh, and and look, I still don't think the Lakers played all that hard. Uh, I, I still don't think uh, the Lakers are are up to 100 uh, percent on either end of the court. I really think they're missing Alex Caruso, uh, especially defensively against guards like Murray and against guards like uh, Walker and Mills. But at the end of the day, they got a win. Their goal 
uh, basically since Frank Vogel showed up and since Anthony Davis showed up is to not lose two games in a row. Uh, they avoid doing that in San Antonio. Um, I, I also, uh, before we before we throw uh, to the Game of the Day segment, I also want to give a shout-out to Becky Hammond, who becomes the first uh, woman to be the head coach of an NBA team after Greg Popovich got tossed uh, there in the first half. Just an incredible uh, accomplishment from, for her. Hopefully there are more of these type games coming up, uh, not just for her, meaning that she eventually gets a head coaching gig, but also that, that more women start following in her footsteps and that and that these teams start kind of looking out for for people of all kinds of backgrounds as we continue to try to add to the diversity in, in every manner of life, every walk of life. Uh, so yeah, great, great moment there for, for her. Uh, she said that she didn't realize it <laughs> until uh, Greg Popovich was walking off the court, looked at her and says, you got this basically. Uh, so so <laughs> that had to be a pretty wild moment for her. Uh, congratulations. Uh, unfortunately, came in that losing effort. Uh, and, and, you know, it's funny, I was watching, I live here in Texas now, obviously, which means I don't have access when, when the Lakers play against, uh, Dallas, Houston, or San Antonio, I cannot listen to, and the, and the game isn't being nationally televised. I can't listen to Billy Mack and Stu. So I was forced to listen to Sean Elliott and whoever does their play-by-play stuff out here. And, uh, it's a different experience. It was it, it, it's kind of funny to, to listen to uh, guys analyze the your, your team, obviously from the Spurs perspective, and there was a lot of like, oh, well, this is a, a learning experience, and man, the Lakers sure are hot. Uh, it, it, a lot of those kind of comments, but but at the end of the day, the Lakers uh, t- took home a, a kind of important win, honestly. You don't want, I know that they have some bad habits. You don't want those habits to start kind of piling up enough to the point where you get losing streaks before you get a winning streak. Uh, so it was nice that the Lakers got this win. Let's take a quick second here. When we come back, I have a couple notes uh, more from this game. And then in the final segment, I am going to offer up, you know, some some uh, some more thoughts, broader picture as as we're learning more and more about this team. All right, today's show is brought to you in part by betonline.ag. Uh, head on over to betonline.ag, use the promo code locked on, and you will get a 50% deposit bonus uh, on whatever you deposit into the site. So you put 100 bucks, you get 50 bucks right off the bat. Uh, and, and seeing as what you're going to be doing on that site, that's quite the win. <laughs> it's not very often that, that you get to log on to, to something and, and immediately get half of your money uh in return for it uh, i'm looking at the games tomorrow unfortunately because of the time that i'm i'm doing this uh not all of the lines are up uh, but you have enough to to maybe go off of and here on here on the slate that i'm kind of looking at right now you have uh, cleveland indiana philly and orlando sacramento and houston new york and toronto uh new orleans and okc phoenix and utah I know, I know that you know you guys are, are asking for for picks just because uh, it's been such a great way to win money. So long as you're betting against me, but I'm, I'm after watching the amount of basketball that I have to this point, uh, I'm probably going to be keeping it kind of low key 
and and waiting this out and seeing where teams kind of sit after things settle a little bit it's such a weird beginning to the season um i know there are some people out there who who are saying that players are 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 finding it very difficult to shoot in the big cavernous arenas with no fans there uh i know that there are there are players who are still out of shape because of the amount of time that they had off uh and and then you have older players who uh, still have yet to get their legs under them. We saw what it looks like when, with Wes Matthews when his legs are fully under him. Uh, but you're, you're seeing some older players who are taking longer than expected just because of how different this is compared to the many years that they've been in the NBA. So just in general, you know, unless you see, I, I, I think one way to approach this season uh, in and be still productive on this is to look at over-unders. Uh, I would say the over more often than not is going to be successful so if you're still looking to make a couple bets like cleveland in indiana tomorrow they have the over under set at uh 217 probably say that no that's a bad example i think i bet the under in that one because those teams are playing kind of slow uh but but sacramento and houston over under is set at 229 that's a high over under I'll probably bet the uh, over in that one still, just because of how little defense both those teams are are interested in playing uh, at this stage of the game. All right, again, head on over to betonline.ag. Use that promo code LOCKEDON. You'll get 50% deposit bonus right when you you start depositing that money. And uh, and you get to to have some fun and and add to your fun here, so long as you do so in, in a safe manner. Let's go ahead and take another quick second. When we come back, we will uh, keep on talking about the Lakers beating the Spurs. All right, so again, the Lakers beat the San Antonio Spurs 121-107. to uh, AD is still, for whatever reason, looking kind of floaty on offense i think so one of the things that i i think is is kind of tripping him up a little bit is the difference in his front court mates whenever whoever is in right so in markeith morris you have a smaller four slash five who stretches the floor and and uh plays very differently than marcus all who is like this big lumbering five who also stretches the floor needs the ball in his hands uh on offense or, or should have the ball in his hands on offense and then is more of a positional defender and then you have mark uh montrez harrell who is just very different players from from those two guys and sometimes it's lebron and ad in the front court uh and and fortunately lebron and ad have some chemistry built up from last year but even when they're doing that if they have Dennis Schroeder on the court with them, if they have Wesley Matthews on the court with them, uh, if they have Markeith Morris on, well, not that doesn't quite add up, but but if, depending on whoever is on the court with them in those minutes, uh, then while even LeBron and AD are out there in, in the four and the five, uh, respect, uh, respect, respectfully, uh, respectfully, you are still working on building chemistry with the other guys out there on the court with you. And you know, AD has said that he's trying not to force things too much, but but honestly, at this stage, I would like to see the Lakers find a way to force feed Davis that doesn't feature just ISO post ups. I, I I think they're they've gotten back into the habit 
of relying very heavily on post-ups and mid-posts and pinch posts, but I, I would like to see the Lakers get him in motion, force defenders to, to you know, try to square up on him while he's moving. And, and look, like he's probably the best pick-and-roll finisher that we might ever see, just given how great his hands are on at, at catching the ball and how long and athletic he is and, and how skilled he is at finishing when he, isn't, when he isn't able to dunk it. And by the way, when he can dunk it, he dunks it as, as, as hard as anybody else in the league. And so I, I just think they need to find a way to get him some easier looks than he's getting. He scored 20 points uh, in tonight's game, going uh, 9 of 15 from the floor, 0 for 2 from three-point range, and only two free throws. Like That indicates to me that, A, he's probably falling away on jumpers, and if he's falling away on those jumpers, it's because he had the ball for a while, took a few dribbles, and found out that they didn't have anything there, but was still able to get a shot off that's basically unblockable. So like, while the shot is still technically a, a good shot, I just think the Lakers have to find more ways to find him better looks, even if it means kind of sort of forcing the issue uh, and, and, and giving up some possessions here and there as they're, as they're trying to do that. Uh, next kind of note that I have in, in this one that I found interesting was this was yet another closing lineup that the Lakers had out there. They had, uh, instead of having either Trez or Mark Gasol out there, they had Markeith Morris, and he was at the four, AD was at the five, LeBron was at the three, and I believe they had Schroeder and KCP out there would be my guess. Uh, maybe Kuzma in some spots as well. But the, the the reason I bring this up is, you know, after the game, uh, Frank Vogel was asked why he finished with Montrez specifically, and, and he went through the other options that he had and basically came to the conclusion that that was his best option. And uh, he said that he liked what he saw from Montrez and also that he's going to continue to tinker with this throughout the entire year. And lo and behold, the very next game, we saw a different closing lineup. And I think this is going to be the kind of thing that we see over the entire year. Like this isn't, I don't even think, you might see some trends in games that the Lakers really want to win where maybe they they finish with lineups like Schroeder or maybe even, you know, maybe it's Schroeder, Caruso, uh, Kuz, LeBron, and AD. Or uh, it's Caruso, KCP, uh, Matthews, LeBron, and AD. And and they start to find out that those LeBron AD front courts, uh, front court minutes are the most productive ones that they can have in those in in, in the clutch. And that's still gonna be the kind of thing that you're gonna need data to accumulate to be able to figure that out definitively. And I think that's one of the focuses that the Lakers are really going to have this year is is actually finding that stuff out as definitively as they can. With 10 fewer games, by the way, and in a lot different circumstances. So you don't know necessarily who's going to be available one game to the next. And like we already saw with Alex Caruso, uh, that that even though he didn't obviously test positive, as uh, Shams Karania tweeted out that the NBA tested everybody and no players tested positive, he's just in contract tracing. Somebody in his family, maybe, or, or whatever, uh, tested positive and they wanted to make sure that that he isn't potentially uh covid positive around the rest of his teammates whatever the situation might be you're going to see any number of of 
uh, situations lead to guys maybe missing games, whether it's rest or actual or, you know, other injury related, what have you, uh, the, the Lakers are going to be tinkering with this on a spinning log basically. And, and that's going to, you know, the picture Frank, uh, Frank Vogel juggling while he's running on one of those logs in the water that is spinning underneath him. It's just, it's a very difficult thing that, that the Lakers are trying to do that all of the teams are trying to do. And it was nice to see, obviously, the Lakers get a win, but also Vogel kind of stick to his word and say, we're still tinkering. Here's another lineup that we want to see. And then fortunately, this, this lineup was able to maintain the lead and the Lakers get a win. Let's take another quick second here. And when we come back, uh, I have a couple more notes uh, on, on what I saw both tonight and what we've seen to this point. It's funny that I say in the last segment that Davis still looks kind of floaty. Uh, I mean that on the offensive end. He was still the you know the most productive player out there in terms of plus minus. Finishes the game plus 17. Closest to him was Schroeder at plus 13. Uh, and, and got his first couple blocks of the season. So that was nice to see. Also picked up a couple fouls, a few fouls, which... Uh, you know, sometimes means that he's out of position, but other other times might meet that mean that he was uh, actually trying to get into position. Uh, so so that was a, a kind of nice development. And and the other thing too that we're seeing with AD is is like I just like I said on the offensive end where he's still getting used to uh, playing offensively with such different front court mates. That same thing can be applied to him defensively, where Montrezl Harold defends very differently than Marcus Gasol, and Marcus Gasol defends very differently than Markeith Morris, who also defends very differently than, than LeBron. And I would imagine at some point over the course of this season, the Lakers are going to try to find a big who's a little bit more physical, a little bit more athletic, and, and can help uh, a little more in, a, uh, in that respect defensively. I'm sure that that you know they would like to find a JaVale or Dwight replacement, uh, somebody more along those lines. Unfortunately, they weren't able to find that in the that player in in the offseason and they have some catching up to do. But you know, all that said, it, it just takes some time, I think, for Davis being like he's 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 a lot more of a thinker than I think people, give him credit for just be and, and I, I think that has a lot to do with how physically gifted he is people were saying like there's no way this guy can be smart and this athletic uh but i, I really do think that's the case especially defensively and i i just think it, it, he's uh taking his time a little bit more with this group being given how talented all of the players that he's playing with are and and as a result we're seeing him kind of float a little bit and and what i would what i would maybe prefer maybe maybe prefer isn't even the right word what i would maybe uh like to see mixed in there a little bit more is him being the sport the forceful one and watching the other players adjust a little bit more to him uh and 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 they have to try to find the balance between those two things uh the other thing that i i really wanted to get to on this one was uh, Schroeder. 
And and this is going to be, again, I, I know I'm going to have to find another word for process because you guys are going to get really sick of hearing me talk about the process. Uh, but Shooter plays 34 minutes, uh, goes 9 of 15 from the floor, 3 of 5 from three-point range, uh, tallies four assists, uh, had five turnovers. And, and that's kind of, I don't want to say that that's my focus because I, I, I saw a lot of good with what he's doing. I actually think the turnovers are are somewhat not going to call them good because turnovers are almost never good, but they're interesting to me. And I want to go back uh, over the next 24 hours or so, or 12 hours or so by the time I, I talk to Pete again. But I want to go back and I want to look at the kind of turnovers that he's committing and see you know what is leading to them. And one of my kind of theories here is that he's still running into kind of his, like we saw it, uh, there was a play tonight, for example, where he drove and he kicked it and it was such a bad pass. It was like it short hop Coos. And not only did, was Coos not able to get a shot off, but when he threw his pass, he actually had to throw it with his left hand uh, because that's the side of the body that the, that the ball was thrown to. And because Coos had to throw it with his left hand, the ball got to Wesley Matthews, and instead of getting a, a clean look uh, when he probably should have been able to, he had to pump fake, step to his right, and, and shot a three. And obviously, uh, Wes hit all the threes that he took, so it, it ended well. But one of the things that I would like to see the Lakers kind of hold Schroeder a, a little more accountable for are those passes. Like, find a way to to you know to get him to really focus on hitting me in this spot, right? And this is something that shooters talk to, uh, ironically, players like Schroeder all the time. I remember for me, as I was, I was one of the only things I was good at on a basketball court was shooting. And I preferred to catch the ball closer to the middle of my body so that I could have a little bit more uh, momentum getting the ball to the shooting side of my body. Uh, I didn't, you know, if you, if I caught the ball on the right side of my body, I didn't really feel that comfortable shooting it because that was a long way to, to bring it all the way across my body. Um, but if it was in the middle of my body or, you know, left to center, then that was kind of my sweet spot. And that was something that when I was playing with point guards who were good enough to actually consider where various players wanted to, wanted to catch and shoot it from, that was basically where I told them. And I think this is the kind of thing that Kuz, Matthews, KCP, uh, AD, Mark, to a lesser extent, like all of the, the team's shooters are are going to have to kind of be uh, very conscientious and, and, and vocal with Shooter about, hey man, like, can we, can we, we got to get back to hitting me in the pocket here. I'd only have so much time before I can get the shot off. And uh, the five turnovers... I kind of wonder, are they might have just been sloppy turnovers, altogether possible, but I kind of wonder if the turnover tally is going to be kind of high because he's now trying to process where does one player want it versus the other, and this is one of those things that you take an L on early in the year, and then eventually over the course of the year, it winds up being a net positive because that becomes the thing that you don't have, even have to think about. You just know where somebody wants it. Uh, and, and you are capable of, of having the focus to throw it in that region every time. So just, it's just some interesting kind of thoughts and stuff here. Uh, overall though, like to see the Lakers get a win. 
even even though I would still like to see the energy come up a little bit, I still think we're probably a month or so away from the Lakers really focusing consistently on playing to to a very high level, especially defensively. They're just so good offensively. And and it's also the way that they're good offensively. So I said this on the Silver Screen and Roll Pod uh, that I just recorded with Jazz. So you look at a team like Brooklyn, you have KD and you have Kyrie, and they are going to be really good offensively because those guys are very good individually offensively. And the Lakers have guys like that and AD and LeBron who can go out and get their own shot. But they also have some very good system offensive players, guys who can facilitate and guys who are are capable of, of being a part of a bigger, better offense, basically, uh, on, a, on a more sustainable basis than, hey, KD, go get us a bucket here. Hey, Kyrie, go get us a bucket here. Okay, that didn't work. Maybe... You know, Joe Harris can 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 the ball the ball can rotate and find Joe Harris open or something like that. Um, I'm I I'm wondering if with the Lakers, uh, because they are as good as they are systemically, that it allows them to feel like they don't have to play with as much energy. And what I would kind of like to see, just out of curiosity, is them play as capable as they are systemically or systematically, whatever word you want there. Uh, if I want to see them play that efficiently in that manner, but also maintain a higher level of energy than they have to this point, just to see what it looks like. And and if it turns out that they don't even have to do that, awesome. That's, that's fantastic too. But you want to find out what gear your car can go up to by the time the postseason starts and you get pushed to the point where you might have to redline occasionally. All right, that's going to do it for this episode of the Locked on Lakers podcast. Again, one more time, the Lakers beat the San Antonio Spurs 121 to 107. Uh, Pete and I will be back tomorrow to get you ready for the rematch of this one and also to give you guys give some res- uh, New Year's resolutions, both for ourselves and for, for the Lakers, and, and, and look back on the year 2020 uh, as it was as well. It'll be a fun show tomorrow. Hope you guys tune in for that again. Have a great rest of your day. Make somebody else's. Talk to you then.